it's unreally. Uh, this week, I got special guest, uh, big homie, Charlie Estorillo. What's up? I didn't, but, I didn't butcher your name, did I? That's pretty good, actually. How'd you, what'd you say? Charlie Estorillo. Perfect. Okay. Um, what is it? Everybody's been out of quarantine. Uh, we're all out of quarantine, per se, but, like, what's the first thing? First thing I wanted to do was the beach, and I did it, <laughs> and it was packed. It was so it was so many people. I uh, I'm not a beach person. Um, anything outside of a pool is too much for me, and my swimming abilities, to be honest. Oh, I'm a I'm a fish, man. I can get it. I can I can swim out there. I used to snorkel and scuba dive and stuff like that, so. I'm, I am more scared of the water, though. Like, I don't know, maybe because I'm older, I just think more about, like, bigger fish that are in there, you know? Oh, no. Like, the minute something touches my leg, it's a wrap. I'm panicking. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this right here? Is this wildlife? <laughs> and I was, I was thinking because of the quarantine, not a lot of people were at the beaches for months that the fish were going to get closer. And then I saw a clip in Miami of a shark, like, right near the beach. So I was like, damn. But uh, I was cool. I was some lady, so I wasn't even thinking about that. What was your first thing? Uh, my first thing, damn, it, I really haven't even um, got a chance to do it yet. Um, like, I wanted, I, like, I went to uh, a mic the other day, um, and that was pretty fun because it was just at the new place up in Jupiter. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. They weren't really like, um, like, Jesse was just letting the time run. So within the, Within that time period, when I got off stage, I checked my phone. I'm like, yo, I went up for about 14 minutes, and it didn't. I was like, yo, it, it didn't feel like it. It felt like time was going by pretty slow for a little at certain points. Yeah, I ended up doing two mics after the quarantine, and it, it felt weird, man. It felt like my first time again. I was nervous and shit. It, it um, is weird because like you're, it's like you're not used to it no more. Like I'm used to just talking to my family now again, and I'm just like, yo. This, what were, we, what were we talking about? Because after probably like uh, day 13, I was like, yo, we don't have nothing to correlate anymore. <laughs> yeah, all I talked about was a quarantine. That was the only thing that I was living for the past three months. So I just did some, I tried to make the quarantine jokes as personal as I could because everyone else is doing quarantine jokes. So I just try to make it super personal, you know, so stand out a little. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It was, it was good to go back up, though. It felt good. But, um, I'm I'm done with it again. I'm back in quarantine because uh, Florida's a new epicenter. So true. Was it before? Um, as because I I found out, I guess like a couple people. Um, a couple people had con- got in contact with um a comic who got um the Rona, and I before I got tested. Um, I got before Tuesday. I already got tested. I was I was I was okay. I I think I gotta go get tested again. Either um on my day off, but just to be, um, just to be safe. Yeah. I, I just got tested today. Uh, it was weird though. Cause it was CVS, mm-hmm. uh, because I was at that mic and I was, I don't know if I was near that comedian, but I just know I was at the same mic. So I was like, well, I should get tested. And they, at CVS, you have to administer yourself. So I had to shove the thing up my own nose. Oh. It was, it was weird. I didn't, I don't know if I even did it right. You know, like I'm, I'm assuming I, Stuck it far enough, the shit hurt. It is not a comfortable experience at all. No, it felt like I did like, it felt like I was doing bad cocaine or something. I don't know. My nose is killing me. But uh, we'll see. Two to five days. I feel fine. I'm not showing any symptoms, but you know, you, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta make sure. That's just scared me though. Now I'm like, now, now I'm afraid to go. I'm, I'm like back in quarantine. I'm just gonna go to work and stay home. That's. I'm not gonna go to any more mics. I'm afraid to hang out with family or friends. So we'll see. We'll see how the next two weeks. We'll see what happens. Oh, man. I I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to it. If anything, like I want. I'm probably just gonna. Cause I was gonna go to the store, make some, uh, make some food. And that that might be it for my weekend right there. I wanted to go to uh, the improv, just go watch the new faces. Yeah, man, I was gonna go out um, 
comic was hosting, and then I was going to go to the New Faces. It sucked, too, because I had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. It was like the first weekend I finally went out and did stuff, and now, now I'm back. <laughs> Locked up again. All right. All right. So I'm going to some questions. Uh, I Ideally, the first question I had on here was, what was the first time you felt like you were feeling old? The first time I thought I felt like I was feeling old. Um, it's a funny question because uh, I remember in my 20s, a lot of people were saying, oh, I feel old. I feel old. And I was like, no, man, I still feel young. You know, for whatever reason, I was like holding on to it. And I guess when I blew out my knee at a metal concert, that was a big wake up call. <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to like mosh pit and I blew out my ACL, like tore it out completely. And then I was like, I better, uh, better check myself. Like, I can't be doing stuff like this again. Did somebody like carry, uh, uh, carry you out? Or you like, hey, yo, dog, I need, I need, I need to go. My knee. My friends carried me out first, but I was so drunk and such like, like Latin pride that I kept walking on it that night, which was crazy. Thinking about it, it was just that, it was just that drunkness, really. And then the next day, it was, oh my god, the next day was painful. I couldn't even move it. And then I got an x-rayed, and it was just complete ACL gone. I was like 27, I think, too. Nice. Yep, no more moshing. I used to, because I used to go to, like, punk and metal shows in high school. And that was my shit, you know, just to mosh. It's just fun. So I was trying to relive the heydays, and I <laughs> could not do it. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I even got a story like that. Um, I don't want... I just first I want to say like at a certain point getting older it, it's a crutch cuz you don't you don't know what you could do and your body's just going to start aching like I went for, I tried uh my sister got a jump rope cuz she's trying to be more fit and I tried uh, using the little jump rope and as I I hopped up and down I was like yo how the fuck I hurt my ankle dog yeah yeah, it's all like the little stuff. You're like, why is my back hurting all the time now? <laughs> I don't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. You're still I, young, though. How old are you? I'm twenty. I turned twenty five earlier this year. Yeah, I guess that's about when, like, like late twenties is when shit like that starts happening. It doesn't help because, like, I, 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 you know, I wear it too for late. So, like, I'm, I'm hanging around some like the younger cats and. I'll play some music like, bro, what the fuck is he playing? I'm like, this? Oh no, trust me, this 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 some this some fire right here. It's like, no, <laughs> take this old shit off. I'm like, that's annoying. That happened to me. I, I was uh I was driving for Uber, and uh, some dude and his 15 year old was in the car. And I was playing 50 Cent, and the kid was like, oh, I love classic rap, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? That was a big. That was a wake up call too. And when did but, when did that happen? Like when did when did all the stuff we grew up on become classic rap at this point? I guess after twenty ten, maybe after twenty fifteen. I'm assuming because it's a fifteen year gap. Really, Fifty Cent came out early two thousands when he made it big. Yeah, but like even then, he still had that one hit where um like in the the two thousand tens, he was like. Buy me a baby, be a, me and my baby, be a millionaire with like uh, Jeremiah. Grant, I, I don't, know. I don't even think I said the lyrics right because <laughs> within the whole time that song was coming out, uh, I could never remember the lyrics. He was like, "Have a baby, buy me baby, be a millionaire," and he just goes by fast. And he's like, "I think these are the right words." It sounds, it sounds right. I don't really remember, but that sounds familiar. Oh, man. Damn, man. I try to think of a perspective of the high schooler, though. Like, when I was in high school, music that was 15 years old is like, you know, that's ancient, you know? Like, I guess I'm trying to see their perspective, but it's it's a hard it's hard to do that. It doesn't work because, I don't know, maybe because, like, when, when, I, when I think of, like, old music, I'm thinking, like, it has to at least be within a... 20 to 30 um 30 year time range like that's how far back i'm after um look that's what i would think too i would think of 80s and like 70s for me because i like kind of grew up in the 90s but now the 90s is 20 30 years ago so 
it's uh it's such a weird distinction for me at least because you know like give 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 at least 10 more years down the line right uh people here like basketball is my favorite sport i used to dribble off the ball up and down the court and like yo what the fuck is this right here <laughs> like what's this trash ass beat you got going back here I, all i hear is boom back why are you rapping so slow <laughs> Oh, no, it I, does. I still like the old stuff, but I can see how compared to now, yeah, it's so different. It's just so different. At this point, everybody raps like Twister. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Either they're really good lyricists or they're just just hiding behind the beat. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of hip hop, though, man, who would you say is in your uh, your Mount Rushmore? Top four? Yeah. So um, we, we can say the same thing about comedy, too, uh, since we on um, Mount Rushmore's. All right. Um, all right. For rap or hip-hop, uh, go Eminem. I grew up on that. Kanye. grew up on that. Um, damn. Top four. Uh, trying to think. I want to say Lupe Fiasco. I was really loving him for a long time, but he just kind of just stopped. Okay. And then, uh, hey, I'm blanking here. Just trying to think of who I listen to all the time or who was like my favorite, regardless. Dr. Dre, but he's more of a producer. I mean, he still he still went in the booth on you know when it came to uh, I'm thinking of on Dre Day. It wasn't Dre Day. It was uh, yeah. the Chronic. And these are like just my top four favorites. What I like to listen to, you know, like my personal. I uh, I could dig that. I could dig that. I definitely want to say for me, it's on. Uh, I have T Pain on there, just because. Um, he would have made it. He would have made it big regardless. But like, he he found a way to like speed up the process through auto tune and him being the only one who sounded like him at the time. Everybody else copied his wave, and then Wayne monstrous um, career at its height. Ah, uh, damn. I'll say I'll say I put Kanye on there. I put Kanye and I put Tupac, and like that's. That's my Mount Rushmore for music, but then like comedy is a whole different story. Definitely, we'll have to throw in um, Bill Burr, nice Dave Chappelle, Earthquake, and who the fuck is Earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> He's a black comic, but uh, like you, like did you ever watch Everybody Hates Chris? No, I know about it, but I never watched it. Damn. I'm trying to think of what else, what other shows he he was on. on I I'm better at faces, so I bet if I saw him, I'd probably know him. Uh, you you would definitely remember his face, but just know, uh, Earthquake is always some just this dude who's like knowing my placeholder for number five. But like I I listen to some of um his his old stuff that you can find on YouTube, and I had to like I had to move him up. He definitely deserves to be in my um Mount Rushmore. And my last guy, it's tough. That's tough. I guess I put Chris Rock on there, just because I like the I like the way he delivers it. Where he's where he um he'll tell you he'll tell you the setup, he'll tell you the joke, but then he'll go back to the setup, and then he'll te- then he'll hit you with it, um, another joke that off um that correlates, and then he can have this broad um aspect. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock is one of the greatest, easily. Um, first, I'm going to change it. I'm going to not say Dr. Dre. I'm going to say Lil Wayne. I completely forgot about Lil Wayne somehow. So, so Lil Wayne, Eminem, uh, Kanye, and Lupe Fiasco. All right. Comedy, I had two of the same ones. Bill Burr and Chappelle. Easy. Uh, it's controversial, but I got to say Louis C.K. He's still hilarious as much of, as a shitty person he is. He's, he's hilarious on stage. And then, um... 
I'm gonna say Daniel Tosh. I mean, I saw I remember his show was hilarious and stand up always kills me. I even saw him last year and just he just was hilarious. So that's it for me. Daniel Tosh, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, and Louis C.K. <laughs> that's a crazy one. You know the crazy thing is was uh I mean that's a stellar list in itself. Uh Daniel Tosh, he's from around here. And him and uh, Eric Andre, two dudes from South Florida, and you would never think it because they don't have like, I guess they don't have the accent. If that makes any sense to you, because like, if you if you hear long enough, you kind of pick up on like a bit of an accent. Like, you, you get the y'alls, you you pick up a few random um, South Florida slang terms. I never picked that up because I guess I'm just I grew up here and I'm you know I still live here. I just never notice it. Like you, you don't notice it, but like if you go out of town, if you go out of town to another state, somebody's gonna definitely notice it. Like where you from? Oh, I'm from Florida. Oh, oh yeah, remember, you talk like that? <laughs> that is true. The first time I remember, I said like I used to say truth all the time. You know, like truth or true. Mm-hmm. And that was a Florida thing, apparently. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, that's that's how we that's what we say. <laughs> Eric Andre is crazy because he's actually from Boca Raton, which is which is where I'm from, and he's not that much older than me. And yeah. uh, I think he's supposed to have a special drop pretty soon, though. Oh, really? Well, uh, is that is that on YouTube? I feel like everyone's dropping on YouTube now. I'd have to double check, but I know for sure he's supposed to be dropping. The, you, the net, like, I don't know how specials work as far as like money and whatever. Um, but the YouTube makes sense as far as getting getting out there like i was watching i don't know mark norman and he has 1.6 million views already like that's like numbers you know that's like numbers right there and then all the ad revenue like it must it must make sense now to just put it on like netflix is always a thing but i feel like youtube is the the move now it's it's smart i think uh damn i'm i'm drawing up i'm drawing a blank having a huge um brain fart he was in um palm beach in december he was on Guy Code. Um, Andrew Schultz. There we go. Um, Andrew Schultz. Um, he he was one of like the first people to really do it like that. Because um, you could go on YouTube and you just pay for. Uh, if I remember, right, you either pay for it, or he does it one of two ways. Like you pay for it, or he, he just like he has ads in it, so he it's just the ad revenue um, generated through that. Yeah, and I. It makes sense because I don't know. I like I said, I don't know the like the business behind it, but like, like does Netflix pay out of the ass just for you to do a special? Like I doubt it. Compared to ad revenue from YouTube, has to be more money. Just makes more sense. No, Netflix on uh, way it seems because remember uh, Monique's situation, like she they only offered her a hundred thousand, but then Amy Schumer got roughly like a hundred mil or Damn. like ten mil, whatever. Uh, and that was um, for their individual specials. And Monique was like, "Well, I deserve more." They said, "I did." We don't go off resume. And they, she asked, "Well, how do you amount for Amy Schumer?" And they said, "Well, she was in this, this, and that, and she had, um, she's, she has a couple movies that just came out that are pretty hot." And uh, Monique was like, "Well, you just went off a resume, so uh, so what are you saying at?" And then they uh, completely disregarded Monique, and Monique never got her money. But that's fucked up, man. Monique is one one. First of all, way better, and I feel like she's way more popular. Like I know, I feel like more people know Monique than Amy Schumer. But that's crazy. I, I didn't. I didn't even hear about that. That's crazy. That was like a whole. That was like a whole controversy. For, I think like last year or the year before. And the thing is, though, because at first when um like niggas heard it, we was like, "Bro, why are you clown? Why are you why are you doing this, Monique?" Because we we didn't know the full story. Because at first we were just like hearing bits and pieces, and then eventually, as she did more interviews, you heard like uh, her story. Um, but yeah, also Eric Andre's uh, special comes out this month, uh, June twenty third. Uh, oh, it's gonna be on Netflix. Legalize everything. That's awesome. I love that guy. Uh, I liked like I didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't see all of his episodes of his show, but they were hilarious. 
And uh, something funny to look on YouTube is just every time Eric Andre is on a another one person show, like an interview, mm-hmm. he just goes off. The, he just does the goes off the rails too. So <laughs> he's looking up Eric Andre interviews. It's, it's just fun alone. Uh, no, I introduced a new segment on the last episode, and I liked it so much that I'm bringing it back. It's called Out of Pocket. And I just read the uh, the most out of pocket thing things I find off social media, and then you you um, as a guest unpack it uh, and put your thoughts on it. You ready? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. All right. So first one is if a WNBA player gets an OnlyFans, that would dead ass mean you um, that's their OnlyFans. Okay, first that's funny. Uh, probably you know sexist because it's just a joke that no one watches on and WNBA. All right, uh, true too. Probably I don't know. You know, I just found out about OnlyFans. What? I didn't know about OnlyFans until this year. I don't know how long that thing's been going on. I don't know how. I don't know either. I just know for sure it was uh. I, I last year like I I heard of it because you know like I think last year um a lot of people a lot of females were like doing premium Snapchats and like doing um you know some trying to do like OnlyFans but I wasn't like paying no mind but I think during quarantine I was like well gotta get this money some way <laughs> yeah oh yeah it definitely blew up now through quarantine my friend he got it and. <laughs> He's a six son of a bitch. So the way he described it is he loves watching the the Instagram model who never does anything really kind of just eventually fall in grace and becomes a full on like porn star pretty much. And only <laughs> <laughs> so he just loves seeing the fall from grace. I was like, that's messed up. That's so messed up. Oh, that's ridiculous, man. All right. Uh, here's another one. Another one. All right. I just, I just, <laughs> I just found out my cousin who had a stuttering problem died in prison. He couldn't even finish his sentence. No. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, it, like, it's a little hackish, but uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's a good, right. clean joke. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. This last one right here. Uh, if I'm 5'10 and lose both my legs, what's to stop me from getting long-ass prosthetics and being six six, nothing. I guess I don't know. That's great. At, I don't know. At that point, at that point, that's the ultimate deception, right there. Because I would, I at six, because it's pretty much like that um, episode of SpongeBob when he went on a date with Pearl. I don't know if you ever seen it, but he he has these like long ass extensions. You don't even have lifts at this point. You just have a whole like extra leg uh, under your shoe. Stand tall. And at that point, aren't you no, more? I, aren't you more of a robot than a human? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like the special. Uh, you know how dominant you would be at the special um, Olympics basketball game. Like, what's up? A, a, you could play center. You pretty much could play center. Like, depending on which position your um, team needs you. Like, hey, yo, I need, I need the short legs. I need the short legs. I gotta be point right now. <laughs> At first, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Prosthetic legs aren't that good. But now I, f- I forget they're pretty much like they're robot arms. Like, you're, you know, they're like, you can bend the knee. You could dunk. I'd be, I love to be, I love to be 5'10". <laughs> like, as a 5'5 five, five guy, I understand. <laughs> you know, it, it has its advantages. And then it, then it, it does it until uh, when somebody asks you to get something from the top shelf. Like, sir, uh, do you work here? No. Well, can you help me get this? Uh, can you help me get this box of cereal down, though? <laughs> like, man, I'm here shopping too. Leave me alone. I hear that, but it's embarrassing when you got to go find a ladder to go get a cereal box. You know, there's. <laughs> I do hear tall people complain about like you know cars or airplanes. Like that shit's like you're just cramped. I've never complained on about an airplane seat just because I'm like, yeah. If I'm lucky, because I get lucky more often than not, I just hate being in um 
like cramped up car rides. Like I like that middle seat in the back is horrible. Both knees double clutched up, feeling like a Pokemon trapped in the Pokeball. <laughs> oh man, I always picture them like Pokemon with a big living room in there. You know, like they got a whole, they got a whole world in there, so don't feel trapped. Just to make me feel better, you know. <laughs> I personally play it. No, there was a reason why Pikachu didn't want to go back in his Pokeball. He was like, "Fuck that." <laughs> Yeah, he was smart. He's like, no, no, no. If we're going to do this, no ball for me. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um, who makes you sit in the middle, by the way? You're pretty – aren't you like a tall guy? Like, were you just the smallest out of that group? No, it's not even like um, I was the smallest out of the group. It's just, you know, uh, at a certain point, uh, I forgot – at a certain point, like, we were carpooling because – it's the only way you could really drive around because only few people would have a car, you know, for now, right? And yeah. normally you would call uh, dibs for the front seat. So I'm one person will call dibs, but then I didn't realize if you, um, I don't know if it's an actual thing, but they'd be like right nut or left nut. And then if two, two people call one or the other, that means you got the bitch seat. Yeah. You're just stuck in the middle. I forgot about left nut, right nut. Damn, that's old school. That's like, yeah, that's the carpooling days. See, I, when I didn't know about that, I was like, what the, why am I always in the middle right now? You didn't know about the game. Yeah, I was, okay, I got shotgun, but then people got crazy with shotgun, like shotgun blitz and then shotgun some other stuff. Like shotgun blitz is pretty much like whoever just runs to it gets it. <laughs> that's, people be tackling each other for the far, just to get leg room. Not even that big of a deal. Like if if we all agree, the tallest person should at least sit in the front. Yeah, tallest or biggest, you know. Exactly. Or if there's a girl, that's different too. Just True. be gentlemen. Um, that's the thing too. Like I, I'm the shortest. I'm short, but I'm kind of stocky. You know, like I'm sometimes I'm the fattest one. I'm like I'm wide set, so it's gonna be bad if I'm in the back, regardless. Oh man, I haven't I haven't sat next. To, I would love to, to just sit next to someone in the bitch seat right now. <laughs> Cortez got me like thinking about sitting in a bitch seat in a, like, a long car ride. <laughs> uh, just the simplest things. Um, I'm look, I'm looking forward to just going back into like some type of normalcy. So we uh, some type of normalcy. Yeah, man. It's uh, I've been. Hey, I've been I've been blessed. I've been it's been good for me. I kept my job and I've actually like focused on my health more. So I've been like sleeping more, working out more. But I miss you know, I miss people. I realized I actually like people. I was like, oh shit, like I actually like talking to friends and seeing the family and all, you know. Makes you for me it made me appreciate what I what I, you know, took for granted. Same, same. I I was trying to I was trying to tell my grandma, even though um, she don't really speak English, but I was—I just needed to talk to somebody. So I was like, "It feels weird, man, because I am in a situation where I don't have an opportunity to interact with other people that much, unless if I'm at work. And I don't like—I don't like dealing with customers at work, but I like—I like regular people. I like my—I miss my friends. I miss the homies." Yeah, definitely. Like, still got my coworkers and I got my roommates and I love them, but they're not my, they're not the people I choose to hang with sometimes, you know? Like, I'd rather, that's why in like Zoom meetings, I've done a handful and they're just, they're, they're not the same. It it really isn't. I I would, I would trade a night, uh, I would trade, I would trade a day in quarantine for one night back at Bash Stage. Right now, and that's saying something, you know, because you know, family, family restaurant would be across the street, never knowing what's going down there, and you would see um, a random off- officer call just rolled by. Yeah, that random like speakerphone at the end of the night too. That always like I don't know what that was. Remember that loud someone on a megaphone just talking, like making announcements or something. I don't even know what that was about. It's in the I... middle of the night. Everybody <laughs> should be asleep. Yeah, I don't get I thought it was a cop always, but I'm like, no, this is like every night. This must be like I thought it was maybe part of the club, but I still don't I st- I don't know. I really don't know. That was weird. All right. All right. So 
So uh, I know several countries are potentially are potentially gonna uh, have deals out with to boost tourism. If you had an opportunity to go anywhere, where would you go? It's funny you just said that. I just saw a TikTok talking about certain packages countries are doing. And Cancun, Mexico, had something like, if you go for two nights, they'll pay for two free nights of the hotel. And if you bring a friend, that friend will get free flights and hotel. So I was like, all right, I'm going to Cancun. And, uh, and I've been down to go to Mexico. So Cancun, uh, Italy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Japan. I mean, we were talking about going to Japan before all this started. For sure. They actually, um, I don't know if it's official, but there's um, talks on the internet on how Japan wants to boost its tourism up. So it might pay for half your um, plane ticket to go over there. Dude, that's that'll be awesome. And they're they're going to be safe about it compared to like like I'm I'm Brazilian so I was thinking about going to Brazil but Brazil is not they're they're worse than us right now. They you know, they're not going to they probably won't even do any deals. Probably cost you extra. Like you trying to come here? Hey. <laughs> you got enough people. Japan would be so cool, man. I really want to go there. I mean, give it. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Vaccine want to come into play probably a year from now or like six months from now. I'm hoping end of the year. I'm, I'm fingers crossed. And real talk, though, if they said fifteen thousand um, to be a t- to be a test dummy for the vaccine, would you do it? Uh, no, not 15, for 15. Not for 15. What's your price? Probably like 50,000. I don't know. It's, you, if it's... You, you are a better person than me. I would afford myself out at 15. Maybe just because I need, I need, I need that money. I would have just like, you know what? This 15 is going to come nice um, for, for an emergency right now. I'm horrible at these like hypothetical situation questions with money because my friends we had we had, we did a similar one but with like sex acts like if you had to have sex with a woman that was you just found utterly disgusting what was your range your lowest and they were saying like they were in the hundreds of thousands I was like what I was like give me tens of thousands and I don't know I guess it's just my number I just got a high number I don't know I got I got integrity or something <laughs> no I think everybody has like a different number that would um, go for there's like I could give you something like completely random, like get jumped by the rock spot um for a minute. How much would it be? Personally, I don't think any type of money um is worth getting beat by that strong strong arm man because the rock is huge, and I feel like one of them punches would fuck up my ribs. Yeah, I would probably more likely die from a beating from the rock than a vaccine test, for, for sure. Oh man, but that's a cool story though. I got beat up by the rock. Like me, fully man, that nigga was a bitch. He was crying for no reason, talking about he got hit with a chair. I got beat by the rock for a whole minute, didn't take defend myself once. It was a <laughs> rite of passage where I'm from. Yeah, that that is true. You 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 did have the best fight story. Like it doesn't matter how many people you got jumped by. I got jumped by one mountain. What was um what's an anime you just recently like started watching? Anime? Mm-hmm. Um I started watching Baki again because the third season came out. Uh it's such a ridiculous show. It's just like fighting show. And it's just it's just it's easy, it's just easy to watch, you know, it's just fights. It's I don't know. It's for some reason I like it. <laughs> no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um I will say, Muhammad uh, Ali Jr. should he shouldn't have made it that far within the series, but that's just a personal opinion. I don't know. I don't know if I finished. I just I just finished it um, after the tournament. I don't know if there's more episodes. Oh, my fault, kid. My fault. Yeah, yeah this okay. is a little bit. This is a little bit more. No that's worries, but I, will say. That's all I, I do say. love. I do love him being in the show, though. I thought that was badass. Like him having a son. That's. A better version of Muhammad, like what, like, like of his father is like, I just love that concept. Oh man, Muhammad, 
though, uh, within the show, because you, uh, I don't know if you remember his tryout fight for the tournament. He he legitly um, dodges the first couple punches and then taps him on the chin and walks away. Yeah, yeah, like he. It looked like he just kind of like, like, like tapped him, and he was done. Hands that one of my uh, one of the best, one of the better fights within on this series so far. Does he end up fighting Baki? Is that what happens? Yeah, you can tell me. That. Yeah, it, that's like uh, the last fight within the All series. Right. Hell yeah, I was kind of excited for that because the last episode I saw, he tried to fight him, but he's like, "Nah, I'm I'm only gonna fight my dad. I gotta train for my dad." <laughs> I got to watch the first I, – I, I only started watching it when the Netflix came out, so I don't know the original story when he's, like, 14 or 13 or whatever he's doing then. I haven't watched that one either. I heard it, it's pretty good, though. I mean, great. Yeah, it's just, it leads up to everything that happens now. Uh, it's like – it was like Naruto Shippuden. Like, I saw Naruto – I watched Naruto Shippuden, and I didn't watch Naruto, but I just – I got the gist of it through flashbacks and whatever else I just I kind of you know got it it's understandable that's about 854 episodes on diving into especially when you consider fillers yeah like I was I was gonna do that and then I heard the amount and I was like you know what I'm good I saw saw the best stuff already I saw the fourth you know Shinobi War or whatever so I'm good Uh, Netflix put it um, one piece out and they, they put the first 60 episodes, 60 to 100 episodes. And I feel like that's an easily surmountable um, surmountable um, challenge to take because it has it within each story, major story arcs within the show. Yeah, my, my roommate raves about that. He loves that show. Um, but it was it's one of those shows that the animation looks too cartoony for me, so I'm not – I'm just not intrigued to watch it. But that's how, like, that's how what Instagram does. This is how I got into, like, certain shows like Demon Slayer or, or Black Clover. Instagram would show fights, you know, like, two-minute clips of fights on Instagram. And then it gets me hooked. And then I'm like, well, now I kind of want to watch this, you know? It's definitely uh, – I want if you're definitely into fighting series, I would say – because mm, I'm trying to think. It's been a minute since I actually watched, a, like, a pure action series. But there is one coming out in July. It's going to be called um, The God of High School. And that's going to be something you won't um, enjoy watching for sure. I think I saw a trailer because I was on, I was using Crunchyroll to watch Black Clover. And they would, in the ads, they would play clips for other anime. And that one looked cool. That one looked, I was like, yeah. I try not to get too too many shows under my belt because then I feel like overwhelmed. And I got, because I have OCD, like I got to watch all I gotta watch the whole thing, you know. I feel you. I I definitely wind up um I definitely wind up binge watching all rewatching and rewatching all of my hero because I was like, yo, I just need to start back from the beginning. And it was definitely worth it. But it took a lot of time during quarantine. Well, I mean funny times to do is quarantine. But my hero is it's badass. It's like that's like top quality, man. Like after I like Black Clover, it's fun and all, but I was watching that, but then when My Hero came back, and I'm like, oh, man, this is so much better. Those are, the thing is, though, is like a lot of people pit those two to get, um, against each other, where I'm like, they, they don't have the same type of characters. It's different. I mean, the only comparison I see is the rivalry, but almost every anime has a rivalry, so it's not even I – don't, I don't see the comparison. Exactly. I didn't finish that either, but the, again, I just got I got burnt out. You know, it happens. Trust me, I I can't I can't sit and watch like one show. I, I, I'm at this point now where I can't sit and watch one show. I have to um like do it in whole entirety. I have to st- stop, watch something else for a while until I get bored of that, and then jump back into it on um, the original show I was watching. Yeah, no, I feel you. I actually kind of made a system where, like, if I'm into two or three shows, I watch like one to two episodes of one, and then switch it to the other one and watch one or two, and then maybe jump it back. And it helps if they're different. Like, if one's a comedy, and one's a drama. Like, it's just to have a different 
get your mind like you know like it just switches it up okay all right now, uh, was the Joker the last movie you watched in the theaters, or um, did you want to go to movies um, after that? The Joker? Yeah, was that the last movie you watched, or did you want to watch something else in theaters? I feel like that is the last one I watched in theaters. Um, I can't think what. Maybe it was either that or when did Endgame come out? Was that this year or that that was last year? That was right? last year, but uh, Joker came out um, after that. I definitely saw Joker then, and I can't think of another movie I would have seen in theaters that I would want to. But overall, though, like, how do how do you rate um, Joker as a film? Because I, I had this convo the other day, and I was like, it's a good movie. It's not ten out of ten, but it's definitely it's definitely up there. It's not it's nice and short, in my opinion. First. The first, well, the first time I watched it, I'd give it like a solid eight. I recently rewatched it on HBO, and it doesn't have the same impact because like the movie's like a slow boil, and you don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen and whatever. I'd give it a seven point five, I guess now, maybe a seven out of ten. I think it's one of the best like superhero movies though, like as far as character fucking focusing on character, like realistic and stuff. I'd have to give it a rewatch because I'm going off the first time I watched it. I was like, it's it's a nine, even though it's like, it's slow pace. The problem is with me is like, I, any movie I watch, if it doesn't have like a moment, I could, um, I could instantly quote about it. Like where I could instantly like, oh, yo, this, you remember this scene where um, said happens? Obviously, like from, you could think of um, when he shot Murray in the fucking face at the end and he's on the talk show and yeah. when he murdered the guy on the train um, in self-defense and then but I can't remember like a specific thing that is said within the movie that sticks in my mind like uh, like you watch a comedy like you know how when you watch a comedy or like if you um, either a special or a movie after, um, you, you kind of like pick up on like your favorite thing and you wind up saying that for a while yeah Especially comedy, yeah. I try, I try, um, I, that's a, if you could do the same thing to like a rep, like any other movie, then you could kind of say, like, that was like, that's a top tier film in in its own right. That's true. I mean, it did become like a meme, everyone loves it, and then everyone just quotes society, like, I live in a society, <laughs> but. I don't know if I would have remembered that, but it's just because the internet did and blew it up. That's why I remember it. And I love Joaquin Phoenix, man. That was like the perfect role. Like, he just killed it. I mean, I hope they get a sequel. That's for sure. That's what I would want to see. Yeah, if they do it right. I mean, well, I guess we got to see how this new Batman comes out first and then see if we can put that next to uh, Joaquin. But the weird thing is, though, is like if they do a sequel... What um where do they go from there? Because at this point he still, we'll say he's in um he's still in Arkham, right? He gets captured because you know he's running away. Say he gets captured, right? Do we actually get to see Harley Quinzel? Do we get to see um Harley Quinn as the psychiatrist at this point? Do we see her mm-hmm. going mad? And because like the story still mainly focuses on him, but you also get to see the descent and madness of Harley Quinn. Do we get to see something like that versus? I think. Go ahead. I think it'd be more important for her. I think it'd be more important for Joker and Batman to meet that relationship before Harley and Joker. You know, like that'll be the main focus. But if you do, if you do Batman, are you doing? Are you specifically because if, if we still go the comedian route? How um, like. Because one of my favorite stories is like the Red Hood, where Bat, um, where Joker wants is the failed comedian, which happens in the movie, but he winds up doing a job for the mob, and he's wearing the Red Hood. He's um Bat, it's a conf- confrontation with Batman, and it doesn't go right. Obviously, any type of thing you do in Gotham City, Batman's on your ass. But in this particular um, instance, Joker falls into the um, chemicals, and that. 
winds up making his face plastered white. And he has that permanent smile. So I don't know if they would go that route if it it is um, possible. That's true. Like, are they going to go the comic route? Are they going to keep him just as a crazy, just a crazy dude? And then he just, I don't know, there's two, this is, this is beyond my mindset skill. (laughs) I see it. I could, it would almost ruin it though. If I felt like they went the chemical face route. As far because then it'll be completely different from the original from this movie. They have to make the movie where it doesn't ruin this movie. True. Well, then if I would like a time skip, like I think a time skip would be a way to get just like ten years passes. Joker's established Prince of Crime of Gotham, and then you know he's got to deal with Batman, and then yeah, I guess you could throw Harley in there because then he. See, we could talk hypotheticals all day, cause uh, and I love I love these type of conversations. Cause imagine, cause we could scrap the whole Harley idea. He's ten years into the future, right? Uh, uh, Clown Prince of Crime, but he has to deal with the other warring factions that's within um, Gotham, and now he uh, now he has to deal with the Penguin or you know the Black Mask or somebody random like uh, Bane. Well, depending on which band you get, not because you might get the the Dark Knight Returns, or you might get um, the band from like the cartoons or the comics, and that that might be a whole different um, scenario right there. That's true. It could be like it could be him just trying to control the. I like that him. He's just trying to get the city under back his under his control. You know, like there's too many. There's too many. Too many cooks in the kitchen now. The Joker wants to become the head chef again for Gotham, as far as crime. I like that because then that's it's more of a villain movie, you know. But like done right compared to like Suicide Squad was kind of like I only saw it once, but it was just like so cartoonish and it was just garbage to me. I think they were trying to go for like the um, the Guardians route when Guardians came out. It was just like oh, he has this action and it's really funny and. DC was like, shit, we we are playing catch up right now. Let's try to let's try to just throw a bunch of glitter and s- some darkness. Like let's throw what we normally do and just throw some glitter around it. And we'll make that's it when, work. That's when DC messes up. You're right. They try to play catch up to Marvel instead of doing their own thing. And when they do their own thing, like Joker, they kill it. They win Oscars and stuff, you know? Joker was an amazing film. Not uh, Joker was an amazing film. Not saying Wonder Woman wasn't. Um, Wonder Woman actually um, did well standing on, on its own. Like it was the best movie between like uh, Men of Steel movie, which it wasn't really a bad movie. But comparing it between that one and the Batman, the first Men of Steel, then Batman v Superman, and then Wonder Woman, you could see like which one was like the better amongst the first three movies. Yeah, I liked. I only saw that once, but I liked it. Did the Did the second one come out? Wonder Woman. No, before. No, it was supposed to, it's supposed to come out this year. I think it's got pushed back to November. True, and I still didn't see Birds of Prey, so I don't even know what that's about. Uh, I don't even know. I think it's like Harley teams up with a detective, and um, like it's it's just a lot of stuff. It's probably if. Worst case scenarios on HBO Max, and I, I can tune, tune in on it. Is it now? Shit, I watch it. I gotta watch that. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know for sure that uh, HBO Max has all the D- most of the DC shows on uh, and movies, mm-hmm. so like you could tune in and watch um, any almost any DC movie you want. They also got the Harley Quinn TV show on there. Um, and I heard that Har- the TV show is really funny because it has. Um, like a bunch of comedians play the voice actors and they write the shows. Um, they write, they pen the show. I think I've seen clips because I saw it's like it's like a cartoon, right? And they have all the villains on there. Yeah, yeah. I saw a clip of Bane. I don't know. Bane was trying to do something like, like, like do a checklist, but it's just so funny. Bane holding a little clipboard and he's got his voice. He's like, okay, second on the list, and then it was just like it cracked me up. It was again Instagram. Instagram would just be like 
just knows what to throw me to catch me on shows. <laughs> like they know me. Let me uh I've seen maybe you can explain this to me, but I haven't looked it up. Like, okay, so Justice League is coming out with the same movie, but like a a Zack Snyder cut, so it's gonna be just like completely different movie, longer movie. Like I don't understand. It should be longer. Just cause uh they I there were certain things I were like taken out completely out of the side. They were like uh, um Warner Brothers wanted the movie at a specific time limit, I guess. And within the Snyder cut there was they were um parts of the movie that made the movie make sense. Like there were things that were missing within the original okay. within the original film that um every, that's why everybody wanted the Snyder cut. The Snyder was only out uh, because of a family problem, and then Josh Whedon um, finished filming. If I'm if I'm correct, is that what happened? All right, that makes sense because that movie was it was not it's not the best. It was <laughs> it was confusing for sure. It, it was too many pieces thrown at once. Like if you remember, like it's it's, it's like we said earlier. It's like they were playing catch up, but yeah. the best um the best part about it, the whole movie, um, gladly enough, was the flash. For me, was the Flash. The Flash was um, the heart of the movie. He's, I, a lot of people were upset about seeing like the CGI on Superman's lip, and I honestly couldn't even. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Maybe just because I got back or something, but it was just parts of the story that just didn't work for me. The mustache threw me off, man. Like Superman was on the screen for like the the. The minute one, and I'm like, what's wrong with his face? <laughs> like, minute one. I was like, what the hell's wrong with his face? And just the idea that he couldn't shave it because he had another movie, which is, it just blew my mind. Like, why don't you just shave it and then put a fake mustache? Or I don't know. That's just weird. That's just weird scheduling by studios and whatever. But that that annoyed me. Uh, it just could have been more or better. I don't know. I feel like they they could have done so much more with uh, the cyborg character. That was that was something I just wasn't um, feeling. Cause like I remember watching the Teen Titans cartoon cause when he was originally Teen Titan, and eventually they made him into a league um, part of the league. And I was like, yeah, they could do they could do so much with this man's character, but they don't. Yeah, he's badass. I guess he was just learning his powers, so that's maybe they why they like kind of made him weaker. And Darkseid wasn't in it. You know, that's who, like, like yeah. who's the guy? What's the it guy's name? Steppenwolf. 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 Like, who cares? Darkseid's the, Dark the problem. The movie, technically, um, Justice League is supposed to be a two-part movie. That was that's, that was the original end goal. Like, it was supposed to be like, all right, you get the first one, and then we're going to hit you on the second one with Darkseid. The real guy, yeah. Which is crazy, because, like... Motherfucking ketchup. Um, he doesn't go on everything. Uh, they should have just like waited it out, slowly um, put it together. Um, like one, like one of the uh, mo- movies I was watching uh, early in the week. It was it's called Bloodshot, right? It's based on another comic book universe. They just Bloodshot is the first movie within the franchise, and it just sucks that the it came out right when. COVID came out, so it didn't get played out on any theaters. You'd have to, like, um, find it on a legal website. But ideally, the or, you know, find it legally um, in case anybody's listening to this. Um, but yes, <laughs> they, his, um, I feel like they were trying to rush so much on the, on the movie, but the, within the movie, uh, he, I feel like he, because Bloodshot, depending on like within the older comics, he's more like a Wolverine type um, slash Punisher type character. But within like I want to say like 2011, within 2011, he had the, the character got more depth within the story. And if you they did that character or gave an, another character within that comic book universe more shine. And made Bloodshot the villain, it would have been a better story, and you could have been, um, opened up, uh, opened up the franchise with that. The same way with Iron Man, like you're not opening like the first MCU film with um, Captain America. No, you got to open it with Iron Man because it happens to be a long shot. 
Yeah, people forget Iron Man was like not a well-known superhero. Like, like I knew him because I knew comics, but like it was it is crazy thinking about it. Like they're like, yeah, we'll do one of these. We'll do Iron Man. Wait, is Bloodshot? Is Bloodshot DC? Is Bloodshot DC? No, no, no. Bloodshot's um, he's part of the Valiant comic universe, but Sony owns the rights to Valiant. So if they want. If they want to, and if it's possible, they um, they could just keep doing more of those movies. But Bloodshot itself didn't get, um, didn't get a chance to like shine in the theaters. So best yeah. case best case scenario, they um they'll they'll try to push another movie, and, and if that one doesn't work, they'll give up. But I, there's so much potential with that universe because they have it's the sec it's the third biggest comic book um comic book universe. That's out there. And Bloodshot's like one of the main characters? He's one of the main characters. Like he he generally has like a he generally has like an event within every two to three years. So he has his own thing that pops off every couple of years. And he's within every major event within that uh, that universe. That sounds familiar. Who was was there anybody big in the movie starting as Bloodshot? It was Vin Diesel, so Oh, I remember that trailer. Okay, yeah, it did look it did look pretty cool. I feel like the trailer showed too much though. Like you, like you, you know, like when you see too much of the trailer, you're like, oh, okay, I see what I already know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't. I try not to watch trailers for movies I want to see because I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I already, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. So any anything I watch in the trailer is just gonna ruin it, and that's happened so many times, especially with comedies. They put the best jokes or the best. And like or fight movies, they put the best fights in the fucking trailer, which makes no sense to me. Like you lead up to it, like show me like bits and pieces, a little you know sleight of hand, a bit of misdirection, and boom! When I watch it, I'm like, "Yo, this yeah. is way better than I thought." Well, sometimes, like there's that's all they have. Like the movie sucks or the sh- the comedy sucks, so they just literally put the best joke in there just to. They're like, well, if we just get people to go, they'll get disappointed, but we got them to go, you know. True. You know who did a? I was gonna say I I was gonna say who did a really good trailer of like misdirection was the first first Force Awakens Star Wars trailer because everyone thought um, Finn was gonna be the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, and then they did the switch. Like I thought that I was like that was such a great marketing point. Like I I love I love the first one a lot. So I thought that was. I I feel like it was this. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, um, to be honest, about Star Wars. But um, yeah, definitely within that within uh, the movie, right? I was like, we were. It was so much that I feel like that was wrong within that newest trilogy. Granted, the trilogy is not for me. It's not the way I see it. It's not really meant for me. Like I gotta. So when I say that, I have to view it in the eye as I'm watching it as a kid, uh, watching the movie for the first time because you know. When you remember, if you remember as a kid, you watched the first Star Wars. Those are legendary to you, but these new ones, it's harder for me to ingest because the first one was um was just a remake of New Hope. The second one had a bunch of um garbage. He said, <laughs> he said she said moments. There was <laughs> there was no more. There was not really any um. And then you had the you had the plot point where Leia. Um, officially was a Jedi Master, which made no fucking sense. When you also had Poe um, trying to gain um, pa- um, gain his power through the Resistance on a, his own power struggle, but then you had Finn with that um, girl Rose. But Rose was a um, a necessary character. By mi- adding Rose, they made a love. By they changed the love triangle between Rey, Kylo, and um, Finn to a love square, which doesn't work. Um, there's so many, so, so many things that you could say about on the second one, but then the yeah. third one, the third one, uh, they use Palpatine as a MacGuffin of sorts, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Ray, she's a Palpatine." I'm like, "You didn't, you didn't, you, we didn't need this. We, if anything, we could have got a story about a stormtrooper who defected and became a Jedi. We could have got a story about, uh, we could have got." The story about how the First Order rose and how Luke was forming um, the New Jedi Council and how he was raising Ben Solo, stuff like that we could have got, but we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm gonna clap it up to Amy Pascal. 
for ruining one of my favorite things. Maybe I ruined it for myself, but hey, yo, shout out to Amy Pascal. The Mandalorian, amazing series. If you get a chance, watch that, Joel. Oh, so good. Yeah, no, it, it's so good. Yeah, I, I literally bought Disney Plus just to watch it because I had to watch it. Like season two, like season two drops at the end of this year too, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I just saw they posted a whole like three episodes of like behind the scenes stuff, like making of the Mandalorian. I want to go watch that. Like even the drawings at the end, you know, during the end credits, like the drawings of the scenes in the show was so badass. Man, it's, it's definitely. You know the thing that makes it um a little bit worthwhile for this um to look for for the second season. Is that bringing um, Boba Fett? That's dope. That's cool. I mean, it makes sense. You kind of have to. Wait. But what's the... I'm confused then. So, okay. that's Because uh, isn't he dead? But I guess he could come... He could still be alive. No, because he gets eaten by the... Um, he gets eaten by the... I, I forgot the name. Why did I forget the name? Wait, the, um, the worm beast? He gets yeah, eaten the... by it twice. But so if they... Bring him within the show. They have to explain how he escaped, or they just expect everybody to buy the comic. So it's really just gonna be um. So depending on how on Favreau does um write pens the script, that might determine how we find out um you know about Boba Fett within the series. I think they'll. I'll give it. I think they'll give it justice either way. It's gonna be cool if he fights Boba Fett. Like they're both going after the same bounty or something. That'd be dope. Or he goes after Baby Yoda. You know, I, it would definitely be like top top things to look forward to within the season. Is this supposed to come out this year? Uh, yes, yeah, this is gonna be out this year. Like hey, most of the TV shows, most of the TV shows, um, I've started like the Disney Plus TV shows. I've started filming, and they were already almost done. Like. The Mandalorian was in the middle of filming. Um, Scarlet, um, WandaVision is almost finished. Uh, The the Captain America series is um, almost finished. So those are are meant to come out within this year. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, we need it. This year needs some some more content. Good news. So uh, we're reaching the end of the podcast. Uh, did you have any uh, final thoughts and a movie recommendation? Um, final thoughts. It was good to talk to you. Thank you for inviting me. This was fun. I haven't nerded out in a minute. Um, the last movie Rock- I saw was uh, King of Staten Island, the Pete Davidson comedy. Highly recommend it. Bill Burr kills it in that. It's uh, pretty funny. Uh, yeah, man. It was good having you on here for sure. I'm probably uh, next episode. I'm gonna try to get you on another episode. I'll probably try to get uh, Zach on that episode also. No, Zach and, would be great. Yeah, he's a bigger nerd than me. And then, but for sure, it was um, it was good having you on the podcast. Also, for um, those of you who are listening, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. Under the sun, we getting better with every episode. And I want to say the movie. I would have is definitely watch um, Bad Boys Three. The it's the second best Bad Boys amongst the um, trilogy. Don't when they drop a fourth one, please uh, don't don't watch it because it looks like they're about to do um, a Fast and Furious uh, franchise. Bad Boys Two is the number one, right? Yeah, Bad Bad Boys Two is um, the funniest one. The only reason I put Bad Boys Three um, um, under it is just because they play out jokes from the first and second one. So you with it, earlier within the movie, so like if you never saw like either or, and you jump into it, you wouldn't understand like some of the jokes within like the first uh, fifteen twenty minutes of the movie. That makes sense, but like who hasn't seen Bad Boys One and Two? You know, <laughs> I've I've met people who've not seen Bad Boys One. That's crazy. It's those young kids again. Uh, it's some of the young kids and some of the older cats. Granted, I've never seen Top Gun, but that's that's just because I, I don't want to see Top Gun. I you really don't have don't. to see Top Gun. It's okay. It's it's. <laughs> I've seen it. It's it's fine. <laughs> Everybody hypes it up. I'm like, nah, it's it's, it's okay at best. It's an '80s movie, so like, even if you're into '80s movies, maybe if 
after an '80s binge one day. Oh, like I want to say, like best '80s movie. Um, best '80s movie in my opinion. If I might be wrong on the time period when this movie came out, but it is Karate Kid. Ooh, that's um, pretty good. But yeah, I'd say Goonies. Um, I love the Goonies. But that was that was like one of those classic films. Regardless, like I. Like if you have kids, like that's a movie you put your you sit your kid in front of like yo watch this and absorb this into your membrane because I want you to understand this is a classic. Same with like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There's so many other movies um, play off that. That's what my uh, fifth grade teacher did. Shout out to Mr. Moldovan. He uh, a movie days. He just showed us his movie, so he showed us Goonies and uh, and and uh, Flash Gordon. <laughs> feel like I want I really want to go um like I'm I feel like binge watching a lot of shows and movies at this point I don't have work until two in the afternoon so that's gonna be the move tonight I'm gonna pass out this is this is past my bedtime all right hey but it was good having you on here man hey thanks a lot I appreciate it man hopefully we'll see each other soon again for sure all right take it easy